Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Jarvis Hayes, Peter John Ramos, Joey Devine, Michael Ruffin, Eton Thomas, Sean Keen, Laron Prophet. Damone Brown, special guest, Jamel Johnson, musical guest, Nelson, and now the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, your temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine. We're here with a very special guest. Sean, as always, is here. He's not a special guest. He's just here. Yeah. He lives on Skype. I do. Uh, <laughs> I'm extremely uploaded... online, baby. Yeah. You <laughs> you uploaded your consciousness a la Johnny Depp in Transcendence to Skype. Just so you're, you're podcasting 24-7, baby. Um, but we have a very special guest. Uh, it's the host co-host mike malloy would be upset of la's best baseball themed comedy show on deck easily Uh, when is on deck jamel let's get this out of the way it's this gd saturday oh where have blue rooster blue rooster art supplies my my main in los angeles california los angeles if you're in los angeles go to on deck uh zach harper goes quite a lot quite a bit so you can meet friend of the pod zach harper probably sean are you there i am i am 
Oh, okay. You didn't say anything. <laughs> no, it's just that I knew I I was just thinking about the blue rooster. It's like uh, it's it's so convenient for both you and me in this new yeah. location. Like it it could not have been more convenient for us to and meet there and and use the exact same amount of gas to get there. Could not be more convenient. Couldn't be more conveniently far from the clubhouse as well. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I bang with the clubhouse, but, you know, if I don't want my car broken into, I'd rather be on the other side. You know what I'm saying? I would be at, I'll be at the clubhouse tomorrow. This is not a shot at the clubhouse. Yeah. Just, you know, you know what it is. If you've been, you know. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you are going to miss your opportunity to go to John's if you aren't hanging out of the clubhouse. If you want uh, beer from Armenia, that is Ooh. a good place to go. John's, which is that. like, it it's supposed to like confuse people who think they're going to Vaughn's, right? I guess, right? I think that, who, who came first? Who robbed who? I mean, it had to be Vaughn's, right? I mean, Vaughn's is like a chain thing, because it's, it's called Safeway yeah. back east, D.C. Yeah. It's yeah. called Safeway in San Francisco as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, I, think, I don't know why it's Vons here. I think Vons used to be something else, and Safeway bought it out and like uh, took over the stores. I mean, honestly, okay. fuck, fuck Vons, John as well, both of them. Yeah. I won't be at the. I won't won't be at the wedding. Won't be at the damn wedding. I'm Ralph's to the day I die. <laughs> Just, you know, once I got the digital coupons, it was a wrap. Oh, wow. I'm a uh, grocery outlet man myself. Ooh, wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just uh, Because I saw two short there one time in Oakland. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Goddamn. I used to love so the Berkeley gotta... Bowl, I got to say. But, uh... Oh, fancy. Um, all right. <laughs> Let's, uh, first things first, guys. Thank you for listening to Roundball Rock. If you could do us a favor, please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. You can email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com and also follow us on Twitter at roundrockpod. Anything I'm missing, Sean? Uh, no, those were, those were all great. I would say uh, we're going we're gonna to have a, a Patreon thing before the start of the season. Um, we had some great suggestions in the, in the comments on Twitter, but also if you, if you have, we have some ideas we're kicking around, but if there's something that you feel like is ideal premium round ball rock content, things you'd like us to explore further, uh, that'll be great. And, uh, we're going to have a crossover podcast with the great movie podcast. Does your favorite movie suck? Uh, done by Kalen, e- Kalen Egan. Travis Suntel, uh, who were writers on Electric Dreams, the Philip K. Dick show. Uh, anyway, we're going to see the Uncle Drew movie with some people who actually know movies. And, yeah, how to uh, make, make things. <laughs> and also, uh, both not particularly familiar with basketball. Yeah. <laughs> I be good. Yeah. <laughs> They uh, had zero idea what the Uncle Drew movie was. So yeah, that it's, be it's great to just throw it out there and to be like, okay, so the cast is uh, Nick Kroll, Tiffany Haddish, Lil Rel, Lil Rel, and then uh, a bunch of basketball players from the 90s <laughs> wearing Reggie, old man makeup. Miller, how is Reggie Miller not top bill? 
Yeah. Reggie Miller was top bill. I did say Reggie Miller first, hoping oh. that they would know Reggie Miller. Uh, I was then... like, Reggie Miller plays a blind person. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were like, that. that's going to be fun. And, uh, oh, I also said it's based on a commercial for Pepsi Max from six mm-hmm. years ago. So, yeah, not... <laughs> and, oh, and it's directed by the guy who uh, directed the What's Up Budweiser commercial. Oh, shit. Everybody, the gang's back. This is yeah. like, this is really going to be something. Anyway, Uncle hey, Drew. Hold on real quick. I, ju- I just, I fucking, uh, I got an idea for a crossover. You guys want to do a crossover with us? Yeah, for yeah, sure. sure. I, I got Airbuds, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're I think we're we're I think we're gonna investigate the uh the, the time Jason Williams killed that guy at his crib. Oh fantastic. Yeah, yeah. great idea. That's yeah, so we definitely want y'all in yeah. on that. It's like a like serial. Yeah, yeah, because, we're going uh, yeah. Adnan also killed that limo driver. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> no that yeah, I've heard. I might have <laughs> heard. I, I was just on Reddit and I had just heard. <laughs> um all right, uh, let's go to the news, though. Our top story yes. of the week mm-hmm. is, of course, Giannis Adetokempo, the Greek freak, <laughs> uh, is trying all of America's worst foods yeah. and tweeting about it. This is the biggest uh, story during the NBA Finals, I think, right? So, so <laughs> far this week, this week, just this week, <laughs> yeah. he has tweeted... Uh, so given the backstory a- is... Okay, yeah, so the greatest tweet of all time is by the Greek freak, and uh, he said, in it, he says, it was, I'm going to say three years ago he tweeted this. Uh, This is a good Uh, four years ago, actually. Yeah. I just taste for the first time a smoothie. Man, (laughs) God bless America. (laughs) And that's like the all-time Giannis tweet. That is like the moment he became... The best boy in America. That's yeah. the moment when he truly became president. Yeah, he he became our our greatest boy. Yeah. Um, but he's been um, trying more foods this off season. Uh, he posted a picture <laughs> of two very sad looking corn dogs. Yeah. Yes. With the, with the uh, with the quote, just tried a corn dog for the first time. Ellipsis. Man, God bless America, crying emoji, crying, crying, laughing emoji, crying, laughing emoji, hashtag for real. Yeah. <laughs> so he and, was, he's establishing the theme, I would yeah. say. And then a few days later, he tweeted, just had my first sip of American red Kool-Aid while watching the game. It's extremely tasty. America, stay blessed, praying hands. Hashtag what's next for the freak. I okay. love that hashtag so much. Yeah. <laughs> that is the greatest hashtag of all time. What's Although, next for the freak? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to say, um, never mind. I'm going to keep going. Okay. <laughs> and then he had one more tweet where he said, while having my first pedicure in two years, I tried my first bag of Funyuns. They were good, but I'll stick to American Cool Ranch Doritos. Peace emoji. Hashtag America stay blessed. Hashtag what's next for the freak. Okay, so that sounds like he's like okay with Funyuns. He was he was hating on the corn dogs. Oh no, I, I think, no, he, I liked think he, he liked the corn dogs. The corn dogs. 
Mm. Yeah, I thought he, um, I, you know, I don't know. I couldn't tell. The pattern is, is taking me both ways. Yeah. Well, he said, man, God bless America mm-hmm. after eating the corn dogs. <laughs> so see, I imagine cr- he liked the corn dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair assessment. As a Christian comedian, you're probably right. Yeah. I <laughs> Wait, am I a Christian comedian? Or are I, you yeah. a Christian? Okay. I am I am the first America's first vulgar Christian comedian. <laughs> um so my question about this guys is uh what food is the Greek freak going to try next? Hashtag what's next for the Greek freak? <laughs> that will be our poll question for this week by the way as well. What hashtag what's next for the freak? <laughs> um you know, it it doesn't feel like pizza's like distinct enough. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, a, we know he's had pizza. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I just mean pizza. like everybody's had pizza everywhere. Right. Um, I'm thinking t- cheese fries, like cheese whizzy cheese fries. Oh, like like a cheese like cheese fries. He lives, yeah. he lives in Wisconsin. He's probably had cheese fries. They made him have cheese before he got off the plane. You're probably right. Yeah, about yeah. That. Like they're just bringing yeah. him a, a cheese, cheese curd. Yeah. Our finest cheese, sir. <laughs> then they put a lay on him. Uh huh. You know. On the Here's what I think shit. it's gonna be. Uh huh. Gushers. Ooh. Oh wow. The fruit snack gushers. <laughs> I think that's what he's trying next. That's a great. That's a great call. I yeah. put a good. I, that's a that's a smart bet. I mean, a corn and he'll dog be is like so... hashtag What's next for a '90s kid? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, remember Gushers? <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll be like, "Oh man, God bless America!" Just wore my first slap bracelet. <laughs> what's uh, no. what's... <laughs> Crying emoji, crying emoji. <laughs> uh, Malcolm Brogdon just stole my uh, Crash Bandicoot slammer in Pogs. Uh, <laughs> hashtag what Pogs for the freak. <laughs> yeah, I think he's gonna. I think it's gonna be like a disgusting breakfast cereal. I think it's gonna be like. Oh, that's a good. Call. I think it'll be like uh, maybe like Count Chocula. Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. Like that? I was gonna say like uh, uh, Captain Crunch all berries. Ooh. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, the, that one that's just cookies. Oh, Cookie Crisp. Cookie yeah, Cookie yeah. Crisp. Cookie yeah. crisp. <laughs> uh, what if he? What if he just had a? I mean, I could see him just going for like something like like Cracker Jack and just being like really confused by it that's like that's like a I, I feel like that snack only really stuck around because of uh take me out to the ball game yeah because it's like it is some depression food you know what I mean it's like it's sold in what feels like it's not that sanitary a cardboard box yeah to... what is that glaze what is that glaze in it well it's like caramel corn Oh. But like it's been sitting in a box since that since Take Me Out to the Ball Game was written. They just made all Cracker Jacks at the same time. 
and we, we're just eating them. They're stored <laughs> from World War II. Everyone's like, if... they were actually rationed. I mean, That'd it feels sick. like it feels like America, even just in the last fifteen years, has made such wild advancements with popcorn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's it's out of control. And Cracker Jack's like, no, we figured it out. Uh, when I was in college one time, uh, you know, the one time I went to college, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, this guy <laughs> was eating so much microwave kettle corn that his hand had dyed like yellow. Oh my and God. He thought he'd been drinking so much that his liver was failing. And then it just turned out that the microwave cheap thing of kettle corn had dyed his hand colored. Yellow. Wow. That's insane. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Look, children don't know how to live alone the first, like, few months of college. Man. Uh, you know, this is this is not on the rundown, but we, we got a... I had missed a reader mail question. Could we oh, yeah, do it let's now? do it. Okay, I yeah. think this is a good one. Uh, this comes from at TrickleX, uh, mm-hmm. our friend Trevor, the genial black man. Uh, he asks, how awkward will it be around the Colangelo household now that Brian has free time on his hands? Okay, well, <laughs> well we probably should have talked about that. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess first. we, yeah, that's, <laughs> um, maybe we should get into that story. That, okay, yeah. For, yeah, let's talk about it. And then we'll get to your, we'll get to Trevor's question. Okay. Um, so Brian Colangelo was not fired today. He resigned uh and on his way out uh he blamed his wife which is something that uh everyone does when they resign right they just immediately blame a woman um (laughs) but to be fair uh sixers twitter did figure out that his wife was the one running those those burner twitter accounts two weeks before the law firm that the sixers hired did uh-huh. Um, so congratulations, Liberty Ballers. Uh, the new GM <laughs> is going to have them on retainer instead of they the law firm. They are going to be so mad when they don't hire Sam Hinkie, though. I want to <laughs> talk about this really quickly. <laughs> like, everyone is talking about, like, yeah, of course, they'll just hire Sam Hinkie again, right? And it's like, no. They're definitely not hiring Sam Hinkie. Please, no one is ever hiring Sam Hinkie again. Like, you cannot write a manifesto Mm -hmm. and then get hired at a (laughs) job again. Yeah, you get, basically, you get one manifesto, and then, in general, you're, you're like, on the run. You know what I mean? You're, You're heading to Big Bear with some automatic weapons, or you're, you know, going into exile... You, yeah, you can't quit with a manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> you can get hired with a manifesto. Ooh, like, yeah. if you're going to write a manifesto... <laughs> well, let's think, of, let's think of famous ones. The Communist Manifesto. I believe uh-huh. Karl Marx was, like, hunted through Europe after that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the Unabomber's Manifesto. Yeah, uh, which they didn't find until after he was in jail. No, no, I think they published it, and that's what led to him getting caught, actually. Oh. Really? Yeah, For some his, reason, I thought they found it in his cabin. No, his, they, he, like, the papers released it, and then his brother was like, that sounds like Ted. 
And there you go. <laughs> My favorite thing about that was uh, while I was in college, uh, because uh, Ted Kaczynski used to be a math professor at Cal, someone delivered a mysterious cake to the math department. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it had, like, I think a newspaper clipping about the Unabomber on it. So the bomb squad came, and they basically, like, exploded a birthday cake with a robot. It was wow. not a bomb. Well, <laughs> wow, the the Unabomber would have hated that the most. Yeah, like a robot? Oh, like a robot? Was couldn't you just <laughs> shot it with an arrow? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I gotta say... I'm going to say something real quick yeah. here, though, about the Unabomber. Um, based on how our society appears to be turning out, uh, the Unabomber called all this shit, Yeah, dude, the Unabomber. manifesto. Look, we don't endorse his methods. I'm not going to say as he was right, but uh, he guessed a lot of this shit. Let's just say that much. Uh, we'll be linking to the manifesto on at Round Rock Pod on Twitter uh, to accompany the episode today. <laughs> yeah, Round Rock, Round Rock Pod, the only NBA podcast that is pro Ted Kaczynski. Yeah, we're we're look we're, we're, the results, Breaking you know, whatever. But yeah, he's we're 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 sympathizers. I would say not necessarily supporters. <laughs> Um, Hashtag Ted better. <laughs> but yeah, back to Sam Hankey. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the other manifestos I wanted to mention were uh, Christopher Dorner. He had a manifesto yeah. where he oh, shouted yeah. out a lot of a people manifesto. in the comedy community. What's that? His was less a manifesto and more just a list of stuff he thought was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it It's hard to have a manifesto when part of it's like, Larry David, man, keep doing what you're doing. Curb your enthusiasm for life. <laughs> um, it's the only manifesto specifically to shout out Wanda Sykes. And I yeah. think it might end up being the only one ever, which is a shame because she's a national treasure. I think Hinkies did, right? <laughs> he had that long thing where he talked about how Wanda Sykes was like, uh, really, really into like a synergy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Jerry Maguire wrote a manifesto as well. He did, which, which led which to also a, led to him getting fired. He got fired and very questionable life decisions all the way through. After that, uh-huh. uh, he uh, would have been. How long do you think talk- he was divorced? <laughs> within like eighteen months at the end of that movie, right? He does not like that woman in that movie. No, no. Uh, you can, in fact, you can listen to us talk about Jerry Maguire on our new podcast, the Re Rewatchables, mm-hmm. uh, starring starring all your um, starring all your favorite round uh, round ball rock writers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's a ringer joke. All right, um, but yes, back to Trey Cool X's question. Yes, uh, I think that this. I think that this is just going to bring them together. I don't think it's going to be awkward at the Colangelo house at all. She, he's going to be like, you loved me enough to do this. Yeah, you loved me so much that you were defending my callers using five different Twitter accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I have so much time on my hands to spend with you. 
my love. This is one of the great love stories of our times. I really, truly believe that. Shade just sacrificing everything. Yeah. It's like Romeo and Juliet, but uh, the poison is five burner accounts. And then uh, the death is just his career. Yeah. Uh, and in that case, Tybalt is hinky. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other thing is, I think he's going to sue the ringer. <laughs> well, aren't they, aren't they, didn't they turn out to be right, though? Uh, I mean, it wasn't him, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what he would sue them for, I guess. He's like, <laughs> here's the thing. He is, because uh, he specifically said in his thing several times, I did not know she was doing this. Yeah. Uh, Jamel, have you ever <laughs> have you ever had uh, a woman go to bat for you to that degree before? Well, you know, I guess there, I had a job in like 20, like 2008. I, I was stealing gas for like six months. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. that's that's probably the closest I came to that level of, uh, you know. I guess collusion. I mean, shit, this shit is still his fault, even if it's his wife. I don't know. Well, he was saying, he says in his resignation <laughs> letter that she was making a lot of that stuff up, he says. Like, he was like, she wasn't privy to any of this information. Like, I didn't. T- I don't talk about my job with my wife. Oh, so she's just making <laughs> guesses and, like, what she's overheard? Yes. Which, I mean, is there a divorce? No way. No, no but way, she, mu- she must have known that, like, Jaleel Okafor failed a physical, right? I mean, obviously, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure, you know. <laughs> Look, I'm pro, I'm pro Barbara Botini here. It's dope. Uh, yeah, so, well, okay. <laughs> The problem, I would say, is only that Brian Colangelo probably... I was going to say he doesn't, like, spend a ton of time at home, probably, and that might be an adjustment. But, uh, honestly, you know, she's reaching out. She loves him. And maybe it's like, I'm defending him, and what's the worst thing that can happen? He'll come home. The man I love (laughs) will spend more time with me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we we all think it's going to bring them closer together. You think? I do. I yeah. mean, you think? I mean, unless she learns how to fucking golf. Yeah. My my guess is probably not. You know what I know about like uh, dudes that make over two hundred thousand dollars is they just fucking golf all the time. Yeah, he's sure, so that's but like <laughs> yeah. In what world? In what world is the dude who is like at work that much find out how much his wife loves him this this publicly? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, uh, fucking, uh, like, you know, any of these rich dudes. Like, does Jeff Bezos have a wife? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he's married to like a real girl doll or like the sea. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, what he needs to do, they need to, you know. 
Go to Turks and Caicos. Get your hair braided. You know what I'm saying? Do it like. <laughs> yeah. Like do it up, but I just don't know if he's gonna do it. You know. I bet they move it to Italy. Oh, that would be so tight. <laughs> he's Italian. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he loves foreign players. <laughs> that does make sense. Go be an um, Italian GM for, for like Parma. Yeah, exactly. For Armani jeans. <laughs> which is an actual which I don't know if it's a team anymore, but it was. Uh-huh. That's where um uh Danilo played, I wanna say. Gallinari, Ooh. that's what team he played for was Armani jeans. That's pretty good. <laughs> um so so right now Brett Brown is the interim general manager. Uh-huh. Um, Which worked out so well for Coach Bud. Well, you know, I, the I, same, the the mirror version of him. <laughs> like if Brett Brown and Coach Bud stood in, like stood face to face next uh-huh. to each other, no one would know the difference. It's like Time Cop. Brett Brown was much <laughs> older looking than I initially thought. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it it's it's probably going to be a little questionable uh, right now. But I mean, they have to. It, it's just they have to have someone working there right now here's uh-huh. my here's my idea uh-huh. we we give philly ernie grunfeld and mahimi for free <laughs> yeah someone to spell and bead in those tough situations yeah you should <laughs> you should ask for fork on kirk Maz, uh in <laughs> <laughs> in re- in return, yeah. Is that a is that a is that a Greek dish? Uh, no, it's a Turkish man they drafted that <laughs> I was so into. He's like my um, he's my Kevin Euclidus, uh for you Moneyball fans out there. For Your Gun white Corkmaz, whale. I saw him. I saw, like when he was in the draft, he was going really late, and I was like, oh man, this guy's just managing i mean not managing only this guy is marco bellinelli all over again <laughs> i gotta get him the, see that shows you Turkish just how bellinelli. sick uh golden state warriors fans are <laughs> like oh the one that got away is potentially could be as good as marco bellinelli <laughs> um uh, all right. Uh, let's talk about a list of possible replacements. Yeah. So GMs Grunfeld, obviously, great choice. <laughs> Except Grunfeld down. is it's against the law for the Wizards to fire Ernie Grunfeld, right? Yeah, I think so. I think like, they put that they on made the books. That a, yeah, it's like uh, yeah. Uh, George Bush Senior. I mean, Junior did that <laughs> on uh, on his way out. That was his yeah. last last piece of legislation. Yeah, man, pardoned um, a few cats and fucking fucked us. Um, so, unfortunately, Grunfeld is out. But there are a couple of people left over. Like uh, Jerry Colangelo, Brian's hey. dad. Yeah, uh, that would be man. if they were just like, you know what? I don't, I don't think he liked his daughter-in-law very much. He's already here. He's 94 years old. Uh, but he put together the dream team 26 years ago, so he's the man to bring uh, Philly. Hey, he also put the redeem team together. Don't forget. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the the redeem team, which was that was pretty overrated. I'm gonna say. 
Well, it was also, like, the most obvious people. Like, it's not exactly hard to be like, okay, yeah. we want LeBron James and uh, Dwayne Wade. <laughs> and we'll Kobe take Mello, Kobe, Jason Kidd. Okay. Uh, I guess Chris Bosh? We got to go with somebody? How much uh, do Michael you think? Michael Red was the only one that was like, okay, that's weird. <laughs> well, then in 2004, a lot of those guys were still on the team. They just weren't played by psycho Larry Brown. <laughs> uh, Jamal, okay. what were you going to ask? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, dude. I figured I, would, I, I, I was going to ask, uh, how much do you think he groveled to get Kobe? Like, what amount of groveling do you think it took to get Kobe to play? Oh, zero percent. Dude, oh, he that's right. That's right after the like Pistons, the oh. Kobe book, the rape oh. trial. Uh-huh. Like oh, that was right. a total like. I uh, walked into like, it. Okay. Like I'm gonna save my face here. Like it's a it's like free good publicity. Well, do you remember yeah. there was like a five year stretch where for some reason like it felt it felt like it was his probation with David Stern, but you'd see stuff like. Oh, Kobe's watching the the Rising Stars game. He's in the <laughs> front row and he's clapping. It's like, yeah, yeah, he's he he has to go to seven dunk contests in a row and pay attention. <laughs> you know, like like to get in. Yeah, you Stern's can always catch graces. him front row. Yeah, you could always catch him front row at a WNBA game. Yeah, man, do you think um, do you think the female Ghostbusters movie would have done better without a Kobe Bryant commercial hyping it up? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to touch that one with us. Like, leave, nah, leave I mean, you the know, female Ghostbusters stuff. Nah, nah how about nah, that? Oh, I... Kobe Bryant and female Ghostbusters? Like, if there could be a better third rail of Twitter to bust out. <laughs> You know what the fuck they needed? They just needed to get Bobby Brown to make another song. Yeah. If Bobby yeah, Brown had done Bobby Brown's thing, such a hit maker these days. Hey, bro, no, I'm look. just saying. He's the king of R&B. That's all I'm saying. Uh, they did have like a Will I Am song or something. See? <laughs> there was I, a song. I think maybe Tyga was involved. I don't know. All right. A uh, um, uh, uh, miss. Um, all right. Some other some other possible GM candidates we have down here. Uh, Phil Jackson. Yeah, he's he's unemployed. Uh, he's very unemployed. I uh, believe they'd get him for like almost free because he still has. He st- isn't he still getting paid on that Knicks contract extension? Phil Jackson doesn't do anything for free, Sean. Yeah. Oh, you're <laughs> that right. Dude loves money. <laughs> But wouldn't it just offset his Knicks deal, though? I think I think that's what happens. Like, I don't think there's any way he could possibly get paid more than he was already getting from the Knicks. I I don't think GMs work that way. Player contracts work that oh, way. Oh, great. Well, then but spend pay have... Phil the eight million dollars a year it's going to cost. Uh, my question is, what books do you think he would make Joel Embiid read? Oh yeah. For some reason, I was thinking The Alchemist. Um, well, that's what LeBron's reading. Oh, he's reading. Oh, oh, that's right. okay. I don't. I don't think The Alchemist. Then, I think. Um, I think maybe like it'd be like real hippie literature. So I was thinking like trout fishing in America, or oh, what's maybe that, uh, uh, the motorcycle one. Um, 
yeah, Richard Brodigan, Zen and the Art of I think it's motorcycle the maintenance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I could also see him giving him like uh, like a Ken Casey book. Oh, like the electric Kool Aid acid test? No, that's a well, that's a Tom Wolf book. Oh, right. Can, like Ken I was Casey. thinking, like Sorry, Cuckoo's Nest, or sometimes <laughs> sure. a great notion for Embiid. Um, what would he make Ben Simmons read, John? Hatchet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I could I could see that. Um, it'd be like I wonder if he'd try to give him like a Zen thing, like like Embiid. Clear, I think he's like always kind of wanted a little bit more of a spiritual protege as a player. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if he could like try to get uh, get him to just like actually read a book of Cohen's. You know what I mean? See, I think. I think Embiid would be all in on Phil, actually. I think it's like, he's like perfect because Embiid also um, like like really p- manipulates the media to get his p- point across. Yeah. He's kind of passive aggressive, uh, broad like, you know interest, who... kind of a dick. There um, is no mm. way Ben Simmons is reading those books, though. He no. didn't go to his second semester of college at LSU. Like that's. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's like like not being willing to watch Jeopardy every night. Let's be honest, you know what I mean? Uh my last question is uh is there a book that can fix uh Markel Fultz? Yeah, Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're pro right, Unabomber let's... and pro Scientology on this podcast. <laughs> I'm OT3 Um, now, and I'm feeling very confident. uh, Our next candidate, and the most obvious choice, right? They're going to hire him, like, tomorrow, is David Griffin. It seems like that would be... I mean, I... Just from what I... You know, it's kind of hard to see if a GM is good unless they're just doing, like, wild things. That being said, David right. Griffin seems like universally loved. He helped put together those really good Phoenix teams. Uh, uh, he like he did things to build this Cavs roster that like much dumber GMs wouldn't have done. Yeah, like he protected those picks he traded last year, <laughs> like top ten. Yeah, running uh, running a playoff team is hard. It's like, yeah, um, you know, you're, yeah, and I, I think most importantly, he's already taken a lot of like bullying and verbal abuse from LeBron, so that would be a well, good way to lure him in. I think. I mean, I also think LeBron would. LeBron likes Griffin, right? He definitely didn't like that he was gone. Uh, right. So yeah, I think he probably does. I mean, it w- nothing would be funnier, by the way, <laughs> is if Danny Ainge accidentally got LeBron to the Sixers by making that Jason Tatum for Fultz trade, which led to oh. Brian Colangelo's wife tweeting uh-huh. about it, and- which led to Brian Colangelo getting fired, and uh-huh. then Dave- David Griffin hired, and then LeBron coming there. Yeah. I don't. Nothing I don't- would be funnier. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, but 
I feel like I came on this pod last year and was like, Danny Age is going to fuck up this free lunch. <laughs> yeah. He's... I, I believe I called it. <laughs> I mean, that's the only way he can fuck up the Tatum pick now. Yeah. Is if LeBron goes to the Sixers. Yeah. Which I actually don't think. I think he's going West, dog. I think he's sick of hearing everybody be like, oh, LeBron doesn't want to go to the West. The West is too hard. This dude played the playoffs by himself for th- fucking three weeks. I would yeah, say. Yeah, but then he'll just lose in the Western Conference Finals every year. I <laughs> like, mean... from a legacy standpoint, that sucks. It depends. He's not going to Houston? No chance? I don't think they I don't can see how because he's got to don't have the, the they don't have the money. Okay. I don't think they can get. Well, I mean, the only way they could do it is I think it have to be Chris Paul would have to sign like a 15 million dollar a year deal or something but instead are, of a thirty five million dollar. But deal. they'd have to get rid of like both Eric Gordon and Ryan Anderson. Uh, uh, and, and Ryan I guess Anderson, they would just not resign. Well, sorry, go ahead. They'd have to pay a ton to get rid of Ryan Anderson. And the Lakes Lake Show? No Lake Show? What about Lake Show no, plus, I can, I can see plus that Chris happening. Paul? If you think nah. about it, it kind of only matters, like, what two or three other players LeBron has with him because everybody mm-hmm. else just kind of gets, like, traded. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what I... I, I don't know. I think if there's some sort of freaky team put together at West. He could give y'all a run. He could give you guys a run. Yeah. I mean, anybody's better than fucking high-ass J.R. Smith, man. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. That was... It's... It's it's so bad that, like, LeBron finally kind of turned on J.R. That was the last... (laughs) Like, his last supporter. The guy who, like, just made him a champion, revitalized his career... Made it so Rihanna came to a lot of their games, and Which yet is big for him. Yeah. Um. All right. And Sean, mm-hmm. there's a couple of other people on this GM list. Oh you yeah. Had. Do you want to run us through uh, those? Sam Hinky. Uh. Well, I already. Said that <laughs> but I think he'd. I think he'd probably write. Um. An even longer manifesto called "I'm Back," and it would be on the Executives Tribune. Okay. Um, what that isn't that Barbara Botini's Twitter feed? That's her. Well, it's uh, her, her blog that everybody's anonymous. Tribune. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, Nate Duncan, I think he'd be an interesting general manager choice. Uh, he, Would he hire Danny? Uh, provisionally, you know what I mean. Like he'd be on a <laughs> he'd be on a short contract. Yeah, you know, he'd be like, no, 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 we're gonna renew it as a consultant every every month. We'll just watch these numbers. Uh, yeah, and they'd have a Casper mattress jersey patch, which is pretty good. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, uh, no, the jersey patch would just say promo code cap space. Yeah, and Nate Duncan would be like, he'd occasionally be like, I really wanted to make a deal with him, but uh, he was he was listening Sean, to my conversation. Do the at Nate Duncan speed. voice. Oh, uh, do Sean, you want me to do the Nate Duncan voice? Do the uh, yeah. Nate Duncan voice for this? Um, yeah. So just looking at the future of the. Uh, 76ers it's it it's it's clear that uh they need to first of all they need to get better body composition for Embiid he just wore down couldn't even run out to block Aaron Baines three point line it's got to impress that uh JJ Redick uh, a little flat-footed uh you know he can kind of be uh stopping the ball 
occasionally. <laughs> it's the one that just wants to move it and let uh, Ben Simmons handle it. And uh, also, you know, he needs somebody who can get a fiance, unlike Danny LaRue and more like me, <laughs> Nate Duncan. All right. Uh, Sean, is there anyone else you think would be on uh, the list here? I thought, I thought it would be cool to get food blogger Rich Cho in yeah. the mix. Uh, he would have to cancel his Viceland show, which I assume he's about to sign a deal for. Uh, and then LeBron James. Just hire him as the yeah, GM because he's the, the GM, GM anyway. Just just give him the title. You know what I mean? What if LeBron wouldn't sign himself? What if they made <laughs> what if they made him the GM and he was like, I don't know if I want to give a 35-year-old man the max contract. <laughs> he like immediately resigns from the players union and just becomes this like <laughs> Um, all right, our next piece of news we had it's finals related. We mm-hmm. are going to talk about the finals, I swear, uh-huh. listeners. Um, <laughs> an unnamed Cleveland Cavaliers player said, quote, We'd be up 3 0 if Kyrie Irving was still here. Yes. So, my question mm-hmm. is who was it, even though I definitely know who it was? So, are we. Would we assume that this was someone who was actually on that Cavaliers team? One hundred percent. Because if it's someone who's like new guys. to the team, it'd be like, it'd just be yeah, like, like pretty if it was sad. <laughs> I'd say Perkins. It could be Perkins. <laughs> I had totally uh, forgotten that Birdman was on the Cavs last year. <laughs> Wait, for real? Yeah, he got hurt, but he was on the. Wow. Anyway, that could have changed the finals. Um, if they had bad Birdman <laughs> this year, um, it uh, is 100% Tristan Thompson. Yeah, because Jared Smith is, would not say that. LeBron would not say that. Uh, it's and Tristan, Tristan Thompson. Thompson's the one who's been mad the entire. Like, him and Perk are, like, performatively angry for no reason. Yeah, so. This whole finals. So let's, let's just go through what Kendrick Perkins has done. In game one, uh, he. He and Draymond got into a shouting match, and LeBron did a cheerleader dance, calling Kendrick Perkins a cheerleader, even though I thought it looked like a double, an enthusiastic double hand job from LeBron. Yeah. Uh, game two, he didn't move his legs, and Steph Curry bumped into him on a uh-huh. three-point attempt, uh, which, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, it's just, it didn't seem like a big deal, but uh, it just really injured him. You know, as we could see from his game three shooting performance. So mm-hmm. get better, Steph Curry. Uh, clear, obviously injured. And um, then last night. Last night. What did he do? Uh, Kevin Durant was doing his uh, press conference, and Kendrick Perkins just flipped him a double bird as he walked by. Yeah, and then what was Durant's uh, response? Uh, Durant's, Durant's mouthed. Uh, what it, what I, I, mean, I don't remember exactly what he mouthed. It I believe he mouthed "fuck you, bitch ass." Oh, while giving a while giving an audible answer to a reporter. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> um, also he feuded with Drake during that Raptors series, and then uh-huh. told Pusha T about Drake's secret child. Which <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why Kendrick Perkins knew about those blackface photos, but yeah. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah. Good good job, Perk. Uh the only thing that stood out to me was 
I feel like he shouldn't, like, why is he yelling at Kevin Durant? What's his beef with Kevin Durant? Like, KD is his teammate. He, like, pretended uh, to be on the Cavaliers, but what did KD ever do to Perk? I mean, this is a joke between when it's yeah, between yeah, yeah, the two yeah, yeah. of them. Like, but that's a that's not real. Like, Perk KD is not real. Draymond it, Perk is real. Yeah. Could that be because of that movie outing, though? When uh, when I they mean, didn't invite Perk to the movies eight years ago in Oklahoma City. <laughs> <laughs> My guess is absolutely. Yeah. Perk what was doesn't the movie? forget. I uh, don't remember what the movie was. It was an Instagram picture. Yeah. Where it was like Nick Collison, James Harden... Uh, Westbrook and Durant. Westbrook and Durant. And no, there was another somebody else like too. Ibaka, it was maybe? like five guys. I don't think it, it might have been Ibaka, but I think there was also somebody weird there too, like Kyle Singler or somebody yeah. like that. <laughs> um, Eric Mayner. Yes, that's like probably that. who it was. <laughs> uh, Kevin Ollie. Here's the other um, thing. Um, wouldn't Kyrie Irving still just be hurt? Like if he was still oh, on the Oh, you want pass? to talk about that now? Yeah. Kyrie Irving would also be hurt, yes. So, probably uh, would still be 3-0. Yeah. I mean, what-ifs are fun. They probably wouldn't uh, even have George in, Hills. He had this injury last year. The I mean, reason bro, is... That's, yeah, that's not real. It, this is all JR's fault. This this sweeping. Yeah. I mean, come on. He blew the, he blew the whole thing. If they'd won game one in Oakland, even if it was... Even if the games had gone exactly the same, it would still be like, I don't know, Cavs got a home game. Like, you know. They got one left to tie it up. Exactly. Yeah. It would have been 2-2. No matter what, it would have been 2-2 going back to Oracle, regardless. I mean, it was, it's um, purely... I don't think that, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you sure? What? I mean, why not? Pretty sure it would be 3-1 going back to Oracle. But anyway... Um... Let's talk about uh, the finals, I guess. Okay. Um, I don't really want to talk about this, but we have to. Okay. Um, Sean, how did you feel about Kevin Durant's game last night? Uh, he locked up the MVP. Well, it's it's honestly like one of the best single game finals performances. Uh, yeah, it was really good. It was just really good. Like I'd been. I've been very critical of how he was playing, uh, especially against Houston, uh, just because, mm-hmm. like, I've said it on the podcast, it almost felt like he was, like, weirdly conserving energy because he knew he needed to push it. And he was, like, been good in all the second halves, but, uh, you know, KD's definitely the best player on the Warriors, but I still feel like the offense works better when Steph Curry is initiating it. But Steph had a terrible shooting night on Wednesday. But Durant was just like, he was really good on defense. Uh, in the first quarter, he got all of the team's rebounds. He got seven rebounds. The team had seven rebounds. Um, 15 of 23, 6 of 9 from 3. Didn't miss a free throw. 13 rebounds, 7 assists, uh, 43 points. Like, it's that's just like an all-time finals performance for anyone who's ever played, basically. Right. Uh, yeah, he was amazing. Uh, and it still weirdly bummed me out. Yeah. And, well, I mean, bro, he he only has to do that once a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like LeBron does that shit all the time. 
And yeah. he does it once a year to ice these fools. And it's like, uh, hooray. I love KD. I wanted him to win. The whole playoffs, I wanted him to be what LeBron was doing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just taking shit over. And he only had to do it once. And I, I guess I should be happy. I, I'm with you, Joe. Um, well, I mean, I was unhappy because I wanted Steph Curry to win the MVP so bad. To win the final. Like, I am, I don't, I keep saying this on the podcast, but Jamel, I'm like becoming more of a Steph Curry fan than a Warrior fan. <laughs> Coming around? Okay. Um, and like, I just wanted him to win it so bad so people would like shut up about like, this like fake narrative about how he'd never been good in the finals, even though he had been good in the finals. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, wasn't he like last year? He was like average, like 27, eight and nine. Yeah. Kevin Pelton came out with a ranking of the best finals performances of all time on ESPN yesterday. And Steph Curry was in the top 20 twice and was actually ahead of Kevin Durant. Analytically, last year, Pelton thinks uh, Curry was better than Durant last year. I mean, I don't know, man. That's too many numbers because we all (laughs) that's too many numbers because it was was Durant. Is Durant the whole freaking time last year? I mean, I just think Steph was. I'm just telling you, analytics. Yeah, Yeah. I know, I know, I know, man. I, I mean, I don't think Steph's bad. I don't. I. I, I don't know. It's never been about him underperforming in the finals for me. It's just their team is too good. Yeah. It's all of them. There is a weird there is a weird uh idea that like Steph has been bad in the finals where he has had some bad games but like overall he's been pretty good, I would say. Like like last year's yeah, numbers are basic his finals numbers are basically the same as Kobe Bryant's. Aren't they better yeah, than I, Kobe's? Probably, they shoot for a much better percentage. His worst uh, game is Kevin Love's best game. Yeah. Oh, man. By the way, Kevin Love is has really been playing well in the finals and also He's been just, so good. Just in the playoffs <laughs> he, in general. Yo, and it's like the, it's it's yeah. Him stopping Durant at the end of that game a couple times, like back to back, like it was really it was pretty impressive. He does he does play well. The funny, the sad thing about Kevin Love in these finals is uh, he's been really good in these finals, and no one is ever going to remember them. It's like it might as well not be happening. Well, I mean, yeah, no. the other reason that's happening is that uh, he is being torched like an overinsured building on defense. Like he is. I mean, just it's it's un it it sucks because it's like there's nothing you can do about it, but yeah. but I mean, one reason KD was so good is that they just hunt Kevin Love relentlessly on defense, and it's just like there's no shame in Kevin Love not being able to stop Steph Curry and Kevin Durant one on one, like like you shouldn't yeah, have to. But and just... that's why I say I was. That's why I say I was impressed because I mean he was nobody on that team could really stop Durant anyway. So for him to get like back to back stops once, I was like, well, yeah, okay, he's locked in. So yeah, I'm I'm curious where he's going to end up next year. Actually, like like the LeBron questions, kind of like there's some possibilities, but we're not going to know. We're all just 
speculating, but but I'm pretty sure LeBron's leaving Cleveland, and in that case, like, there's no reason for them to hold on to Kevin Love. Hmm. He doesn't go back to Minnesota. Everybody just goes back to where they were now. Which <laughs> that would be amazing. His homecoming. They trade like, you know, if they <laughs> they just reverse the original Wiggins trade <laughs> and like the Cavs throw in uh, another. Would the Cavs throw in a pick? They would have to, right? I think you do. But yeah, you just revert it. You're like, oh, all right. Well, it's almost, it would feel like it was a soccer thing when a guy just goes on loan for a couple of years because yeah. his team yeah. sucks. And then he comes back yeah. when they're better. Yeah. Uh, he would yeah. be, he, he could be, uh, they, he, they could use his shooting and his rebounding. Although well, I don't, you know, I don't well, think he's particularly fond of Minnesota necessarily, though. Well, welcome to D.C. We'll take anybody. For any time. <laughs> I actually thought that made sense to me. Oh, him being a DC. wizard? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, he'd he'd be great with those guys. A perfect fit. A rebounder who can hit threes? Well, and he'd probably just play center twenty five minutes a game too. Like if they're running that much, you know, you don't really I don't know. I feel like I feel like with that team and with how athletic all their other guys are uh, you don't really like. You could play Kevin Love at center and survive uh, pretty well. Absolutely. Another real thirsty, thirsty Dan Gilbert style move uh-huh. would be love for uh, Boogie Cousins in a sign and trade. Oh wow, that would be incredible. Uh, actually, it would totally work too. Like, like yeah. money wise. But this uh, is with this. Is, it will work money wise, but the team would just be the Kings again. I don't know. If, well, I, I don't mean, know if Boogie wants to go for that, though. That's the thing. He'd have to be on board with that, and I'm not sure a man who's, who who escaped Sacramento by the skin of his teeth is willing to move to the Sacramento of the Great Lakes, the Cleveland, East. Ohio. <laughs> um, I could see maybe the Nuggets offering Paul Millsap. Yeah, but I don't know what Cleve. I don't. I don't think that's like what Cleveland wants. Well, it's like it a, would be an expiring deal. Yeah, but like Kevin Millsap's, Love's good. Kevin Love's not really yeah. like overpaid. I know they would want to cut the money, but uh, um, I was kind of thinking like if they can figure out some way to send that dude to the Blazers, that's the real homecoming, you know. Like I don't Oregon think the Blazers have the deals to make it work, though. Uh yeah, because you wouldn't. You, I mean, well, but I would trade anyone but Dame or CJ to do that. I guess I would want yeah, to but, flip Aminu, but oh, just to make the money. Yeah, match? the Cavs don't want Evan Turner or uh, Myers Leonard. No, like... but you'd give them. You'd give them like young guys or picks, and then you know the. The closest expiring guy of that. So, like, Harkless. Well, I mean, or, you know, yeah, Myers. If the Cavs are LeBronless, are they going Tankathon? I yes. think they're kind of going Tankathon. And, but going I just. Tankathon, maybe they'll take anybody. Yeah, I think they could just get some stuff for Kevin Love, though. That's all. 
Yeah, shit. I, hey, can I, on a side note, would you guys ever want to, like, uh, go in on, like, uh, uh, buying a, a minor league team, like a G League team or something? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once once we start our Patreon, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's still, it seems like you're allowed to do a lot in terms of crazy minor league baseball style weirdness with the G league and like, you know, I sometimes NFL teams, sorry, NBA teams want like teams to play a certain way. But I also feel like there's a, like the G league, just because of the talent pool, there's a lot of just like veteran dudes who played pretty heavy minutes in the G league, you know? Right. Like Quinn cook was a three time G league all-star, I believe. Yeah. You know, he's like 25, but no, but like, like guys now who are kind of falling out of the league, uh, definitely will play in the G League for a while. Right. Well, I'm saying we need to get in on that, or maybe when the WNBA gets their, you know, little, little G League together, maybe we get in on one of those. Should have a Sandy, <laughs> maybe like a San Diego team. Yeah, L.A. Sparks 2, like a AAU team. Yeah. Just put a number two behind it. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Sean, is there anything else you want to talk about? I might have to go here. Oh, uh, there's one. No, I don't. Uh, uh, you, you have a couple minutes. I just want to say. Yeah, I have like 15 minutes. Great. So, so I want to say. Um, Jamel, one qu- what are you doing? Oh yeah. Oh shit! My bad, dude. I was fucking uh, <laughs> dusting my computer. Oh. <laughs> uh, just a couple quick hit questions. Uh, okay. Everybody after game one again talked about LeBron winning the MVP as a player on the losing team. That happened once, and it yeah. happened uh the very first. Finals MVP award went to yeah, Jerry it was West. Yeah, the enemy of team. the take it or break yeah. podcast, Jerry West. Uh, and mm. so since then, we have had forty-eight years of just winners yeah. only. So, do you feel like the writers were like, "Oh, we messed up that first year. It doesn't make any sense. It should be someone on the winning team." Or is there a scenario where a losing player can win? I I could see it maybe happening this year, but it would be very, very, very weird. What would have to happen is Kevin Durant would have to have basically the same game Steph Curry had last night while Steph Curry scores like 50 points. But the Cavs would have to take it to like a game six at least, right? Yeah. Yes. Like I, and I mean, Curry I think you... and Durant would have to keep switching off. Like, basically shooting over. Yeah, like, for some reason, it would be like, look, Sean Livingston is still uh, shooting 92%, so he is actually the best warrior now. Uh, I just wonder if it would ever happen. I think. I mean, I think it has to be a seven-game series. Yeah. I think if LeBron... KD's game was too good, but, like, yeah. if he had played, like, a like an all right game and then like LeBron goes for 60 one time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Then maybe, but eh. I thought he was going to go for 60 in game 2. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was happening. I thought he was going to get like 
so mad that he actually goes Super Saiyan. Uh-huh. You know, Vegeta's his whole shit out. But didn't happen. Kind of a bummer. Yeah. I would say he's only had one game where he's been the best player in the game. Like, game one, he was the best. But two, Curry was better. Three, Durant was better. Two, arguably, I think KD was probably maybe a little better than LeBron in game two as well. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, Okay, another quick question. After his impressive game three, returning from the dead to play well for Cleveland, how many years will Rodney Hood sign for in Orlando? (laughs) Oh, Rodney Hood and Kevin Lo- Kevon Looney are going to be ma- making twelve million dollars a year each for the Orlando Magic. <laughs> That's going to be quite a team. Uh, congratulations to uh, Steve Clifford for jumping on that grenade once again, <laughs> going from Dwight Howard to Betsy DeVos. So, congratulations. <laughs> um. Okay, um, what Steve Kerr lineup decisions have you found the most infuriating in the finals? Uh, I feel like he should be playing Jordan Bell a lot more. Uh, yeah. Jordan Bell's been pretty awesome. Yeah, I thought game three was pretty good, though. Like, maybe... Uh, lineup-wise, yeah. yeah. So sometimes I'm like, eh, maybe he just was expecting to play Andre a lot more. Um, okay, uh, two more things, and then we can get out of here. Uh Bill Simmons tweeted, I have been doing podcasts since May 2007 featuring some pretty amazing guests over the years, and yet today was my favorite BS podcast ever. It's not even close. It's the clear number one. Uh, Predict the guest or theme of this podcast, which has made number one. He's never had Larry on before. It's got to be Larry Bird, right? I don't think he has. I don't know. I think I might have cut out, guys. We can hear you. Oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry. I was just... uh... No, he did it in 2013. Jamel, do you have a prediction for who it is? I mean, it's either Larry or... Bill Russell, maybe? maybe? uh... Yeah, Russell Russell at the hospital? Yeah. What 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 if Bill, like, gave Bill Russell a kidney? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it could be Michael Jordan. Yeah. Oh, my God. What if it's... Okay, yeah. Okay, I think that might be... Wow. If he has Michael Jordan on, that'll be great. <laughs> I was going to say All Robert right. Parrish. Who's Robert Parrish? <laughs> Kevin McHale. <laughs> uh, Ed Burns, maybe? He does oh, like Oh, uh, Paul Giamatti from Billions. <laughs> in character. <laughs> uh, Joey, by the way, I just want to mention for any Paul G. Body fans, the funniest thing in the world are the pre-CGI photos from, uh, is it Amazing Spider-Man it's 2? Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yes, Paul G. Body plays the, the rhino. rhino. Um, yeah. But because they shot it in New York City, right? Yeah. There are a lot of scenes of him before the CGI costume, and it is... They're it's all amazing. incredible. They're amazing. They're like, I wish I had a calendar of them, and I wish that could be a daily, like, peel-off calendar, and it was a new picture <laughs> of pre-CGI Rado Giamatti. Um, okay, and then the last thing, uh, 
Jamel Johnson, uh, would you like to, to say some words about the Washington Capitals? Uh, 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 congratulations. Uh, 20 years since your last cup uh, appearance. First one ever. I remember making my family turn off the Steve Harvey show to watch <laughs> us get swept. To watch Red Adam Oates. Was Adam Oates on that team? Oates, Peter Bondra, <laughs> Olaf Kolzig. <laughs> it's all caps. I'm sad I'm not in D.C. Missing uh, D.C.'s first all-white riot. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun flipping over Priuses, guys. It sure is telling that... Uh, uh, Donald Trump and the alt-right move to Washington, D.C., and then the whitest sport wins a championship. I'm telling you, man, uh, something, something's in the water. Something's in the air, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's the first Washington, D.C. title in 26 years, I think. Sounds about right. Yeah, Redskins so, in, when I was in kindergarten. So they... And and there's been some the Caps have really had some bad moments. The Nationals have have, have become very unlucky in mm-hmm. the playoffs. Yeah, uh, eleven years of blowing it for yeah. this current Caps administration. So this is pretty good. I love Ovechkin though. I'm really happy. Like he's just such a beast. Exactly. And this is and this is why the Wizards are not blowing up the team. Yeah. Because they, the Caps ca- and it's the same owner, right? Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's the same owner. So yeah. he's just going to be like, guys, figure it out. <laughs> but maybe this, maybe the curse of Mark Li- Mark Riffin has been broken now. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> Mark Riffin cursed us? Yeah, it's just, you know, he didn't hey, like Mark them Rip- drafting Heath Schuler, so. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Turns out, Mark, you were right, dude. Please, <laughs> please let us go. Uh, and yeah, so we, we, we still do not have, we have not had a national champion from Las Vegas since roughly the same time period, uh, <laughs> since the running rebels. So I don't know they're due, they're due though. Next year, those, those poor fans of Vegas, our hearts go out to uh, you. The Raiders are going to win. It's the most Oakland Raiders thing ever oh for God. them not oh, to, God, to lose their last <laughs> yeah, that's fair. We're gonna yeah. see John does, Gruden at so sense. many hockey games because he only sleeps like three hours a night anyway, right? Mm-hmm. With this breaking down game, oh my god, he's gonna be the number one Vegas Knights fan. Carrot Top, John Gruden, <laughs> Steve Wynn, and fucking Casey. What's your boy's name? Is it fucking? It's not uh, Wayne Newton. Maybe Wayne, Wayne Newton. Newton. Wayne Newton. Wayne uh, Newton will be, yeah, he's one of their, their top Fried. circle fans. <laughs> yeah, just Siegfried. Just Siegfried. Uh, um, uh, Mind Freak. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Mind Freak's going to be there. I wonder uh, if he's done an name? illusion before a game. Before Chris Angel. Yeah, yeah Chris Angel. <laughs> but I shouldn't even have said it. I like just Mind Freak better. <laughs> Maybe like Johnny Chan, the poker player. Oh, we have a long history on this podcast of talking about uh, <laughs> poker players too much. So, 
Yeah, maybe we should wrap this one up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before I'm like, before I'm like, you know, Zach Collins is from Las yeah. Vegas. Mike <laughs> the Mouth Mattisau. Um... <laughs> Annie Duke just firing an octopus on the ice, and they're like, uh-huh. that's been banned, and it's not our team at all. You're drunk. I don't know if she has a drinking problem. I hope she doesn't. Now that <laughs> Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> oh, my God. Golden Knights super fan. Jennifer, Jennifer Tilly becomes like the Diane Cannon of the Golden Knights. Uh, I think that was all the questions I had. Oh, the one thing I did want to mention is there's a rumor about LeBron coming to the Raptors. That's what Chris Haynes said. Yeah. Uh, um, well, Chris Haynes, it wasn't a rumor. He said a dark horse candidate he could see as LeBron going to the Raptors, which really shows you it's it's less about the Raptors and more about how like few teams there are that seem like a logical destination for him this year, where it's like, I don't know, the Raptors? Yeah. What did what did you say about it earlier, Joey? Oh, I said uh, if LeBron James moved to Toronto, he would be the first member of the hashtag resistance to actually leave America because yeah. of Trump. <laughs> Not a lot of people have really bailed. Oh yeah, no, nobody, nobody was ever going to leave, dude. Uh, and the question is like, when you know, like obviously the Raptors would be great with LeBron, but when they got to the the playoffs, would the guys on the Raptors see LeBron on the court, and even if though he was in a Raptors jersey, their PTSD would make them just fall apart and start really sucking and mm-hmm. not being able to like make a tip in. Ooh, <laughs> it does it does make sense? I saw Avengers. I saw what Thanos does to people. <laughs> oh, that was a question I wanted to ask. Actually, I know I said I had to go, but. Yeah. Here's my final question for you guys. Yeah. Uh, you know how in Avengers, when Thanos snaps his fingers, people disappear, right? Yeah. So my question for you is which members of the movie Tag would disappear and which ones would stay? Oh. <laughs> oh. Considering Jeremy Renner, it appears, was in Tag instead of in Avengers of Infinity War. Yeah. That's really the que- why I have this question. <laughs> I think Jake Johnson disappears for sure. Mm-hmm. He's too beloved. Uh, America likes him too much. I think we're getting... I think Renner stays. Uh-huh. Ham goes... Burris goes. Uh-huh. Uh, Helm stays, man. Helm stays for sure. Yeah. And then Isla Fisher also stays. Uh, <laughs> she stays. I actually think that, um, what's her name? Uh, Leslie Bibb goes. Mm-hmm. I think she goes. Yeah, oh, I yeah. think so, too. Bibb's uh, out. I think they should also make a member of the cast of Tag hang out with Steve Javi in his panic room. <laughs> like, it might be the last game of the season. Uh, oh, oh, you Rashida know what would be... Jones, gone. Gone. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. 
Dennehy though stays. He stays, but he wants yeah. like he wants to die. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he wants to go for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, especially if it happens like at the premiere of Tag and yeah. he sees yeah. it on the screen, he's like, ah, I used to make, I used to make wonderful stuff like Tommy Boy, and now I'm adult men playing Tag. What are we doing? Take it's me now, Lord. It should have been me. Um, I'm looking at the IMDb page for Tag right now. Yeah. And I just want to point out something to you guys. Yeah. Uh, there's an actor in Tag named Indiana Cifuentes. <laughs> and the character name he plays? Yeah. Mexican Jerry. Oh. Damn it. God. We named the dog Mexican Jerry. <laughs> All right, I think that's it. Jamel, plug yeah. plug uh, Airbuds and um uh. I'll just I plug you know. Plug it's me. Plug plug it's, stuff right it, now. It's that. It's that. It's JamelJohnson.com. It's BroccoliHouse.com. It's BroccoliHouse on Instagram, and it's nonprofit comic on Twitter. Um, and then do you have any shows coming up? Uh, just on deck this week and, uh... Where's on deck again? And what time? Uh, Blue Rooster Art Supplies, 8 p.m. this Saturday. Uh, now is there a bar there or do I have to, um, how do I get alcohol? It's the BYOB. Wow. It's cheap night out, huh? Uh-huh. You you better, you better believe it. You better bet your buns. I was at the last on deck and it was fantastic. And uh, Jamel, are there any other um, uh, any other podcasts you've been on at all? I oh, ooh. Well, like I got a thing. Do you host a podcast about basketball? Oh, dude! See, you said Airbuds already, so I was like, I was well, just going to let know, that ride. Clarify, <laughs> clarify for the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. I'm like very concerned. I didn't, you know, I'm not trying to step on y'all. Anyway, listen, Airbuds. It's out. It's on iTunes. It's me, Mike Banner, Peter Moses. And uh, yeah, look out for that procedural series on the uh, the uh, the murder. Mm-hmm. The, 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 not the murder of Jason Williams. How do I describe it? The, the uh, killing? The, the time murder Jason, of a limo the, the time Jason Williams <laughs> murdered a man. Yeah. The time Jason Williams murdered a man. The four part, soon to be four to 45 part series. Coming you gotta come up with a name for it, like uh, I know it's kind of something, something sweet. Yeah, like like a limbo themed name, maybe. Yeah, Ooh, or a gun themed name, or stretched thin, <laughs> <laughs> or like um, bottle uh, serviced. Yeah, no, I was thinking like uh, <laughs> something about shooting, maybe mm-hmm. like a basketball pun. Oh, like right. about shooting uh like uh shit this is gonna take oh, like uh from downtown the trial of jason Williams. <laughs> <laughs> uh you can also uh i would say there's this is pre-shooting I would recommend everybody check out his letterman appearance from 1998 i looked it up it's may 5th uh the the guests are Trisha Yearwood, NBA star Jason Williams, and Donald Trump. 
And Jesus uh, Christ, Jason Christ. Williams what? is Jason Williams is so hyper and weird on this podcast. If you watch it, you're gonna. I mean, it's a guilty. show. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's not Letterman's <laughs> podcast from 1998. <laughs> Uh, so wait, does Trisha, does Trisha Yearwood sing How Do I Live? She must, right? Uh, is that the Armageddon year? I think it's a little later than... Mm. Did she Because I was going to say... I mean, yeah, that's her song. She was nominated for an Academy Award for singing that song. Oh, well, against Elliot Smith and Celine Dion. And it's Con Air, right? Uh, it's in the... Isn't it... Oh, you're right, it is in Con Air. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying it's weird somebody would be singing How Do I Live when a murderer and the worst president we've ever <laughs> had were the other guests on that episode. Um, Sean, what would you, Sean, what would you like to plug? Uh, I've got, I'm working on a piece for Yardbarker that'll be out next week about the best and worst acting performances from NBA players. So uh, that's ooh. Be fun. Who you got number one? I have not finalized the list yet. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, it's in it's, airplane. It's, it's hard to character. It, it's I'm going to say right now. It's hard to categorize them. I said that Wilt Chamberlain and Conan was a bad one, uh, and John Sally and Eddie was a good one. But I'm still doing it. Hell yeah. Um, I've met, uh, John I'm Sally gonna... is always good. What's John up? Sally and Bad Boys is also good. Oh yeah, that might actually be a better choice. Um, I'm giving Ray Allen a positive indicator yeah. when he got game. Um, and dur- kept, I'm in honor of this. I will be watching the movies Eddie, Blue Chips, uh, again, and I will be watching Thunderstruck, starring Kevin Durant for the first time. But you I've already, better. I've put him in worse performances in ink already. You what? guys. You guys should have to watch Thunderstruck like once a month. Yeah, that should be the tax of having him on the team. Absolutely. I actually really support this. Like, like if you can prove you watch Thunderstruck, you can like po- like like a rose emoji on your Twitter account. You look at him and you're like, I want to talk some shit to this Warrior fan because of Kevin Durant. It's like, ah, he's got the Thunderstruck emoji. It's verified that he's watched it six times this year. So um, either you watch, either you watch it or you buy the Blu-ray and you have to prove it at the DMV. Yeah, that's actually totally fair. You have to watch. Oh, and you have to watch all of Aisha Curry's cooking shows. Uh <laughs> You have, to take the, you have to take the whole package with the Warriors. I have another acting okay. question for you, Sean. Yeah. Uh, how many times are you going to r- watch Just Right to write this? Because oh, there's man. several NBA performances in Just Right. Oh, yeah. Including Dwight Howard oh, and my. Elton Brand. All right. Dwight Howard's going to have to make it. Uh, <laughs> and I'm also going to review his performance in the commercial for Equalizer 2. Which my girlfriend said uh, wasn't that bad, and uh, now we're getting couples counseling. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, oh, also, Jamel. Oh, I, I also wanted to share with Jamel that, like, even every time Kevin Love misses a shot, she just shakes her head and goes, "He's never going to be good enough." Only <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was like, a good. Good understanding of Kevin Love's soul from a very casual basketball fan. Oh, dude. Yeah, that sucks, man. He feels the same way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
All right, Sean, what do you want? Anything else you need to plug? Nah, that's it. If you have some thoughts about uh, basketball players acting, uh, just hit me up on Twitter. And once again, email us. Ask us stuff. We yeah. wanna we wanna get the the public talking. You can tweet at us at Round Rock Pod at, uh, on Twitter or at Round Rock Pod at gmail dot com. Yeah. If you want to send a tweet that is not as uh, uh, instant. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, and as always, you can follow. Him. I was on. Oh, I was on um, Fast Break Breakfast this week. Uh, talking about how uh, how badly I wanted Steph Curry to win the MVP, and then he had the worst game of his career. So <laughs> I blame myself, uh, but I do think I'm pretty funny. So listen to that, and always listen to our friends at Fast Break Breakfast. Uh, big fans of those guys. And finally, you can follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz. Where 14 hours ago I tweeted, "Let me take a second here on the internet to say that I fucking hate the internet." And got 3,500 faves and 953 retweets. Um, so trust the process. Trust the process. Uh, shut it down. Let's all appreciate our wives for tweeting for us. <laughs> Washing from the bench was a struggle for me. I've been resting up, now I'm back AOC. Starting in the north, but we'll take the series. Running with my boys, Bradley Bill and I don't pee. Crashing the glass with much of money, me. Keeping the paint and Uber from three. Don't forget my Scott and Sarinsky. We don't have no fear of the Marlari. Just Glenn. Just Glenn. I drop sometimes I don't aim. I pull up sometimes I won't aim. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.